Lucy, thank you so much for being here. Lovely to meet you. Likewise. Thank you, Liam. So we're going to be talking about something really sort of relevant and festive, which I'm kind of really excited about, which is sort of Christmas uh, pricing, um, which is actually also a little bit scary because it means a drama corner as well. So uh, it's kind of coming already. Where's the year gone, hey? Oh, so just before we get into it, can you just give us kind of like a minute or two on who you are, what your role is, and I guess why this topic is uh, important to you? Of course, yeah. So obviously my name's Abby. Um, I am currently the brand and marketing director for Bums on Seats. Um, so I've been in the hospitality industry for about 14 years now, which makes me feel like I'm about 102. Um, <laughs> and th- throughout my sort of career in hospitality, I've been... Very, very varied. I've done kind of operations, um, but then I kind of really honed in on kind of sales and marketing um, about sort of 10 years ago. Um, so within that, I've been doing kind of a lot of sales consultancy with Bums on Seats. So Bums on Seats are a sales, marketing and business development consultancy agency for the hospitality sector. Um, so we basically specialise in identifying sales opportunities for operators, helping them build pre-book sales throughout a variety of different methods and essentially just helping them kind of make more profit at the end of the day because that's what we all want. Um, So I've been doing that with them um, for a few years now. I've also been head of sales and marketing for Graffiti Spirits Group who have got 11 venues across Liverpool and Manchester. Um, And now my role within Bums on Seats, obviously I kind of look after the marketing side of the business, but I also do a lot of our kind of audits, health checks and our kind of... um, more sort of high level sales consultancy so basically if you're looking to drive christmas sales christmas bookings bums on seats would be the people that would be able to kind of offer you that advice and that would probably sit with me or one of my colleagues so superb brilliant so as people will know because they've clicked through on the title we're going to be talking about dynamic pricing and maximizing your christmas sales revenue uh, profit using that but before we actually dig dive into that I want you to talk to us a little bit about the way most people price or, you know, maybe let's call it air quotes, standard pricing, let's say, um, where some of the pitfalls are from that and why it's maybe not the most um, lucrative strategy. Sure. So I think a lot of the time brands will kind of put together their Christmas menu, their, their Christmas packages, their Christmas menu, and they will kind of go out with that as a blanket offering. Um, and I think there's a few different downfalls with that. And I would say the first one is, um, and it's kind of going to be what I'm going to be talking about a lot, a lot throughout this is it's really key to be strategic about your pricing and your offering. Um, obviously we know we're in a cost of living crisis. So people, so that kind of perception of value for money and stuff is really, really important. Um, So I think kind of firstly, being strategic with it and kind of looking at, is there ways, is there times where you can kind of make, give a more incentive for people to book at certain times, but then also thinking about how can you upsell as well? If you have just one blanket kind of price and package, you want to make sure that you can appeal to a few different budgets. So you might have the people that are looking to kind of go out on a Tuesday, they've got a small budget for their work party, how do we appeal to them? But then also looking at strategically having kind of bolt-ons and upsells and things like that so that we can get more money out of the people that have got a big budget and things like that so so I would say instead of kind of having those and 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 almost sometimes and I think this is just a a bit of an issue across the industry I think is that 
a lot of the time that kind of putting together those Christmas packages and Christmas prices and things like that can feel like a bit of a it's almost feels a little bit rushed sometimes it's kind of like oh we've got to September we need to get everything out and things like that and I think just having a little bit more foresight and thinking about it a bit more strategically so that you can make sure that you're really maximizing on what we know Christmas is the most kind of profitable six weeks of the year um, and those six weeks of Christmas is what's going to see you through kind of January and February as well which we know are not good trading times for the industry mm, yeah definitely um I know from speaking to some of our customers firsthand that um, they're preparing for Christmas now and when I go in to see them, it's just chaos. <laughs> it's just absolute yeah. chaos. You know, they've got three or four different versions of a menu going. They've got like, you know, a, a, a shed ton of different types of bookings, you know, corporate bookings, private bookings, probably a couple of birthdays thrown in, this, that, and the other. And they're like, there's just so much to kind of like to deal with, isn't there? Um, yeah. And I think a lot of the time, from the conversations I've had, and I'm certainly no expert on this, but the, the idea of introducing like another variable of pricing either doesn't necessarily enter their minds or maybe it does, but they just think, oh, do you know what, we'll just like, it, it just sounds a bit too complicated. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think as well, you know, if, I think if, if, if I, if I had my, if I had my way with every business and I was able to kind of tell them how to plan Christmas, it would always be to kind of, to, to, to start it so, so early, because realistically, if you're looking at those, you know, you've got your big corporates, you've got your full venue hires, you've got, you know, those bookings that are going to have huge budgets and things like that, they start looking in kind of June. So if you want to be able to get those really big fish bookings, you kind of need to have everything ready for then. And then what you'll see is that as kind of the time goes on, the bookings that you're getting in get smaller and smaller and smaller. So it should be at the point where kind of when you get to the end of November, December, the only kind of bookings that are trickling in are those kind of those kind of B2C, whereas your B2B ones, your business to business bookings would have already kind of been boxed off and done by then. So then you're just going to be getting those kind of friends that are going out for Christmas drinks and things like that trickling in sort of towards towards the end I would say yeah okay so in a nutshell before we kind of get into the the examples what is dynamic pricing like how would you just describe that just like really really succinctly so people know what we're talking about okay so what I mean by dynamic pricing is having a few different variations of a priced menu that you've got available for Christmas and what I mean by that is potentially having something a little bit uh, a little bit kind of less expensive that you would maybe have available during your off-peak times and then having kind of really nice bolt-ons and upgrades as well that you can use a really nice kind of upselling opportunity for other bookings as well okay love that brilliant so let's talk about examples then I think that's probably the best yeah. way to to tackle this yes um, let's what, what what's the best way to do it maybe thinking about some different types of businesses would that be useful yeah so I think let me the if, if I talk a little bit sort of about how how I would approach dynamic pricing and I think that that might be able to give to, to paint a bit of a picture of kind of what I mean and why it can be so useful so Say, for example, you are, it's August and you're looking ahead at what you should be doing for Christmas this year. So that will be, you know, you'll be looking at, okay, what do we need to do on our booking system? Maybe what do our minimum spends need to be? What dates are we going to run Christmas? Those kinds of things. You start planning that. 
within that planning, pull off some data from your booking system and from your till system from last year and use that to have a little look at, okay, over the six weeks of December, what were the days that we didn't trade as much? What were the days we didn't have as many bookings for? Was it, for example, Mondays? Was it Tuesdays? And then maybe start looking at your trading periods as well. So you can use this at pretty much any booking system that you've got. You'll be able to kind of have, have a little look at this data and start pulling it off. And you can start looking at, well, what were our trading periods like as well? For example, we're absolutely rammed from sort of three till close, but we've got real kind of slower time in the morning. So from that, you can start to paint a picture and think, okay, so from a pre-book sales perspective, we need to have a strategy that's going to enable us to push bookings into those off-peak days and those off-peak times. And there's a few different reasons you'd want to do that. Firstly, obviously, A, it means that you will take more bookings in general, which means that you will take more money, but it will also kind of ease a little bit on on, on operations as well, because you're going to have a bit more of a kind of steady day throughout rather than kind of having this influx of people at say five o'clock. And so what I would say with if once you've kind of pulled that data and you've started to paint this picture, I would start thinking of things like, right, okay, so maybe we look at doing a like a group set menu for this price, which is available Monday and Tuesday which is it could be a really similar offering to your general Christmas menu but it's a little bit of a different offering it's packaged a little bit differently and it's like a set menu that's a slightly different price maybe look out do you want to do a Christmas lunch offering so you can push your bookings into lunchtime maybe that and maybe with a lunch offering maybe it's two courses so maybe that's a slightly different price maybe you could look at putting something together that is maybe like a festive bottomless brunch maybe the, that, that that can be a little bit more um, experience led as well so that could be packaged up a little bit differently and then you can kind of have these different offerings kind of sat alongside your core Christmas offering and within that you start to really build build a sort of a core offering that isn't just about peak times it's kind of a little bit you've got kind of all your bases covered there and I think one of the other reasons for this is I think what we found is that people the kind of the, the culture of drinking and going out and all this kind of stuff it is changing a little bit now so you do we have found across the board that kind of things like festive bottomless brunches or lunches or early nights out and things like that are becoming a lot more popular as well so having that availability not only is it going to help you drive bookings into those off-peak times but it's also going to help you to appeal to a bit of a wider market as well because you're going to be able to get you know maybe the the, the, the work parties where half of the people in the group don't drink so they just want to do quite a nice chilled lunch and then the people that are going to go out are going to go out afterwards so it just means that you're kind of having less like barriers to booking um so that's that's kind of what I mean when I talk about dynamic pricing and that's how I'd kind of structure it and I think within that as well if you're going to have like a set a set Christmas menu available on Monday, Tuesday, because they're your quietest days and you really want to try and push as many bookings into this time slot as possible, you can use that as a really good hook for your kind of business to business outreach. So say if you've got, you know, business development manager or your sales manager in the venue, hopefully they've got their local database, their contacts of local businesses. It's a really good way, a really good hook to kind of talk to them and say, hey, look, we've got this menu, you know, and it, it's just, it's a really nice hook that you can use for those businesses. I think another thing with that as well, so I'm on a bit of a roll now, this is, you can't, can't shut me up once I get going, 
but also when you when you have these slightly like you know dynamic offerings that you can use for b2b outreach it can also be really useful for businesses like hospitality because a lot of hospitality businesses they can't go out on a friday and so sometimes they will go out on maybe a monday or sometimes they go out before christmas starts or even in january but again it appeals to those kind of businesses who might not be be able to take a Friday off they might want slightly different days as well um so that's so that's kind of in a nutshell that's kind of what I mean by dynamic pricing and that's kind of how it can be how it can be really useful to kind of spread your spread spread your pre-book sales across a kind of a wider period and also means that you're you're going to get extra pre-book sales as well and also having those bolt-ons as well I think it's really important to have things like drinks packages and things like that as part of your offering because you know you might have when you've got businesses that have got company cards and things like that you're really going to want to upsell and get as much kind of money not money out of them as possible but if they've got the budget and they want to treat their staff then have those options available to upsell to them because a lot of the time they want to as well because it's easier so having things like whether it's like festive drinks package a or and then maybe a slightly more premium one or bottles of Prosecco, buckets of beer, having all of these things available so that people can kind of pre-order them as mm. well. Which again, you can have it as part of your menu, but depending on your booking system, you can set it all up so that you can have it, people can choose it while they go through the booking process as well. So you can kind of automate it, which makes it a bit easier as well. Wow, brilliant. So I just want to clarify something there then. So are, you, are we saying that, you know, let's say we've got the data and I know that from based on last year, Tuesday afternoons are really quiet for me on in December, sorry. Are you saying that I should come up with something new to put in Tuesday afternoons rather than just run my usual afternoon menu at a cheaper price? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, it, it's not... It's not necessarily always about kind of about kind of discounting because that's something that we that we want to kind of stay away from doing like oh we've got a thirty percent off menu on this day. I think it's about that kind of strategic thinking of we know that midweek bookings we know that 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 Friday that Saturday that Thursday are the peak slots. We know they are. They're the you know you've got certain dates that you know everybody wants. So it's kind of thinking how do we incentivize people to book on those other days because we know those Fridays and things are going to fill up anyway so it's a matter of thinking right okay so maybe if we do um like an option for maybe a two course menu or something like that on those off-peak days that might appeal to you know maybe Christmas parties who have got a little bit less of a budget they want to make it go further so they might be more inclined to pick you know a Tuesday for example with a slightly with being able to do like a two two course option because it means their budget can go a little bit further Mm. so it's not it's not about doing kind of discounts because you never want to cheapen your brand and obviously it is Christmas so no one does discounts in Christmas but it's about strategically looking at your pricing options so that you can kind of find a way to push those bookings in so you can push additional bookings into those off-peak time slots which more often than not they might need a little bit of an incentive to do that Mm. yeah 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 that's kind of what I was getting at really because I think when a lot of people click through to this and they, they see dynamic pricing, they probably think, and this is what I, I originally thought you meant when before we started recording, was that, you know, you have the same menu across the whole week, but the price goes up and down across the week uh, based mm. on how busy you are. But you're saying, really, 
you're using pricing, you're using the word pricing in a, in a, in a, in a larger context, which is like, how can we maybe add things to the offer or take things away from the offer, which um, change the perceived value? value of the offer essentially a hundred percent it's it's all about kind of it's all about value for money and it's about that perception and i think being in this kind of you know cost of living crisis and things like that we're one thing that we've talked about a lot is that people's kind of perception of value for money has really changed and it's a lot more important now than it's been before so i think again it's thinking about you know it's maybe things as well like what a, you know a little like added extras and things like that that you can kind of use as a way to you know say for example if you've got live music on a friday anywhere you can build that into a package and be like live music it, it's just it's just thinking strategically about how do you make your offering kind of as as appealing as possible to those inquiries those people that are kind of coming in and wanting to book with you so you can get them over the line but also thinking you know what's what's that hook for those kind of b2b contacts those that that outreach and stuff that you're doing and how can you make it kind of as appealing as possible for them um and i do think you know one of the things that we've talked about a fair bit is is like festive bottomless brunches and things like that and i think there's a real opportunity there you know you look at it's such a big thing in kind of the summer you know you get so many kind of bookings in venues that come at like kind of early afternoon on a friday or a saturday um, and obviously in the winter there's this kind of perception that they sort of drop off and it's more of like a summer thing but actually there are some brands that do kind of festive bottomless brunches really really well and you know they can be really popular for them like we've got one of the clients that I work with uh, London Shuffle Club um, so they're obviously like a table shuffle lane shuffle bar venue in Shoreditch um, and they run bottomless brunch all the way through the year but around this time of year they sort of change it to be like a festive a festive bottomless brunch mm. and it kind of it still keeps it's clever because it keeps those kind of early saturday bookings coming in rather than it kind of shifting to purely being like friday night bookings because it's december it kind of keeps that keeps it spread across which means obviously we're generating more sales and it's slightly more manageable for the ops teams as well yeah and that's a that's a massive point as well isn't it it's um doing something which is on brand and something which is I guess unique ideally you would want to dynamically change your price which I means like change your, your perceived value somewhat in a way which was like um unique to your brand preferably in a way which only you could do yeah yeah for sure you know I think uh I was thinking about this before actually and I think looking at some of the some of the brands that that do Christmas so well in terms of like their offering and their, you know, their website journey and their content and all this sort of stuff. And I was looking at um, Put Shack. So they've got kind of mini golf, crazy golf, um, four venues in London, I think it is. And they've got really nice kind of packages. Um, and again, this, 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 this does sit within dynamic pricing, even though the, the packages don't change on the day of the week, you've got kind of a basic level package a mid-tier package and then you've got that kind of premium tier package so they're 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 still they're strategically making sure that they're kind of hitting all those boxes um and they're you know their packages are great and again it's very it sticks very much to their usp of you know you get kind of the the game of golf included and then it scales up to having two drinks or more or cocktails or whatever and i think that's a really nice example of kind of hitting the mark with that dynamic pricing because you've got those three options so 
for example, you know, they're going to be quite easy. They're, I'm sure their sales team are going to be upselling. If someone inquires for a package, they're going to say, well, why don't you go for our premium package? But also no one's going to be put off by pricing because they've got that that more basic package as well. So I think that was a really nice example of kind of hitting the nail on the head with having those different options that are going to appeal to everyone, but you're going to have the ability to upsell, but it's really, really on brand as well. It kind of sticks to what they do and it sticks to what people know them for. Yeah, I love that. And then the last thing I wanted to ask you was, let you know, there might be some people who don't have any data from last year because they're new. <gasps> so if you've, well, first thing to say to those people is, is you've set, if you have set up a hospitality business in 2023, then you're very, very brave. So fair play. Then I say, well done to you. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what tips could you give those people for trying to plan their first Christmas? Oh, well, firstly, I would say if it's your first Christmas, I would... I would say knowledge is power. So try and find a little bit of insights and info that you can just about general industry trends. So I would look in places like Cam Media. They have lots of industry trends, CGA, um, and maybe look at things like Airship and Toggle because they have really nice like trends and blogs and stuff on their website. So if you kind of if you look at those external sources, you'll start to build a bit of a picture of the industry as a whole. Um, then I would say also it very much depends on your area. So I would have a little think about the area that you're in. Are you more corporate? Are you more residential? Because that will kind of impact your strategy as well in terms of, you know, what what are going to be your busiest times and things like that. And then just do you want some kind of general like quick fire tips of how to do Christmas if you've not done it before? Mm, yeah, please. Yeah. Yeah, so make sure you've got it on your website. You'd be surprised how many people don't have a Christmas tab on your website. Get it on your website. Make sure you've got some festive pictures. Please do a festive photo shoot. Best tip ever, do your festive photo shoot for next year at the end of Christmas this year because then you don't have to get all your decorations back out and stuff like that when it gets to, like, summertime next year. Um, then I would say make sure that you've got it. Re the, you're making it really easy for people to inquire online. Have your, if you've got a booking system, have it on auto confirm for up to like twelve if you can. Let your booking system work hard for you, and then um, have your have your booking system set up so that people can really easily inquire for larger groups. If you can have booking types and stuff set up for Christmas, that would be ace because that will help you do your reporting and that will help you kind of look back on next year as well. Maybe Christmas private hire, Christmas lunch, Christmas dining, Christmas drinks, things like that. The more that you can kind of track now, the more that you can use that to inform your strategy next year. Um, and make sure that you're communicating it on social media. Um, and if you can, use some third parties as well. There's some really good third parties out there you can put your venue on. Things like Tag Venue, Headbox, Hire Space, they don't charge. You can pop your venue on there. And it's a good way of kind of corporates looking for places to host their Christmas party. And um, you've also got things like Venue Scanner as well, um, which is good. And if you are using a booking system, whether you're using kind of Collins or Seven Rooms or Open Table, um, get to know your account manager, get in touch with them, tell them what you've got going on because more often than not, they'll offer you marketing support. Um, so use that to your best ability and kind of, yeah, reach out and be like, I've got this going on. Can you help me with it? Um, and yeah, I think quick, quick wins. That would, that'd be it. Yeah. Superb. Brilliant. Absolutely loads and loads of good stuff there. 
Um, so what, what we'll do is we'll put your LinkedIn bio into the show notes. So if any of the listeners want to connect with you and maybe ask you some questions or follow you on LinkedIn, then they can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, thank you so much for your time. It was, uh, it was brilliant. That I hope people can have a more profitable Christmas because of that. Oh, no, thank you. That was my pleasure. I could sit here and talk about Christmas for probably about three hours, to be honest. <laughs> oh, no, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks. Cheers, Abby. Thank you.